There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, I'm no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. All right. Thank you very much. Weapon of pride. As uh, we start closing in on uh, fall, it's going to be 130 degrees today. So we'll get a couple more of these out of the way, and then we should be all done with that. And football is here. Oh, the football talk. It's legitimate now. The preseason's over. I'm sure the fantasy football people have all done their thing, gotten it all out of the way, and you've fantasized about uh, accomplishing something in life through. Big Hubbard ones tomorrow. We have a Hubbard one? Hubbard, Hubbard fantasy draft tomorrow. Who's who's running that? Tom Wintermeyer. Of Not course. Yet. Okay, so Wintermeyer and you are going <laughs> to yep. fleece the entire place of all winnings. Is there anybody good in it? Or is it the whole, it's just our building? Yeah, just our oh, building. Oh, okay. And you're in on that. Yep. What's the pay? Hundred bucks a person, and uh, I think winner gets uh, six hundred. That's it. There's only six of you. No, there's. Wait a minute. What's going on here? What so, kind? Of, yeah. First, second, bucks, or third. Ten, ten guys. Hundred bucks a person. Oh. So it's a thousand bucks. Six hundred first. What Tom is it bro- about? Tom breaks it down. I think to the first three or four. <sighs> third place gets paid. KDKB's dream. Well, they'd have to get <laughs> third place. Uh, there's that's silly. First place wins all of it. Tried that a couple of times. Like, Where do we want to play then? They do the Mark Randall thing. They throw out their, of ten guys. They want to get a taste. Three of them have to have a chance to win money instead of just be champions and prideful. It cost you a hundred bucks in in six and a half months. <laughs> well, I'm going to play unless I get money back. <laughs> like it's less than ten dollars a week. You could feed a hungry kid for that if you wanted, but you're going to go ahead and play fantasy football and try to feed your own ass for Look, third Struthers, place. Look, Struthers, you play your own fantasy <laughs> yeah. game. Yeah. Third place shouldn't get paid for anything. I've never liked the bronze medal. No one wants it. I think most of them are set up that way. It's garbage. It's another reason not to play. A bunch of poor people screaming and yelling over their six fifty a week investment. <laughs> Except for when Toledo's in charge of it, then he just makes all the money. You, I want to, you, I want to team with. I want the, you. You, you as the commissioner of a you. fantasy football team. You, I like you. You're good. I want to be the commissioner's commissioner. Because you don't pay anybody. You just take their money at the end of the year. You what leave. What are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do? My money got used. It's not supposed to. Well, it did. What, are you going to believe me? I'm a rock. 
So good luck with all your fantasy football leagues and fantasizing greatly about having accomplished something in life uh, with sports because that's essentially what it is. Just a bunch of guys who never made sports their passion uh, in their life, never made it their lucrative job. Actually, the Hubbard one's tonight. I keep thinking today's Monday. We get a draft tonight. Yeah, it's tonight. And it's you and Joseph and Wintermeyer. Uh, who's all in the league? Uh, yeah. Taylor's in it. Um, I think Greg is in it. Har might be in it. Who's Taylor? <laughs> yeah, Scott who's Taylor. Taylor. Oh, Scott. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I thought we had a guy named Taylor. Yeah, I'm like, was he a new dude named Taylor? My uh, man. I call Scott Taylor <laughs> Scott or the bot. Because I, I don't think he's human. I've seen Scott start down a hallway, pass me. And then I look down, and he's in the same spot he was 12 minutes ago. Like he's like in, a glitch. He's glitching. He's a glitch. He is not. He is a program. That's what you should call him. Dude is. He's a bot. He's he's there to advertise. That's it. He's an advertising algorithm that has come to life and works with us. There's. I've watched him walk out of the bathroom twice. Like there goes Scott out of the bathroom, and then he never goes back in, and then he comes out again. It's like glitch. You're glitching. He has his own geofencing. Yeah, there's something about that guy. And then he walks by, and he goes, "Have you ever tried Orbit's gum?" I'm like, "Don't do that." <laughs> How about Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here's three or four things I think you should do. Want to let you know the real cause of Olivia Newton-John's death? All right, ad. Keep he's, moving. He's like a live Siri just walking yeah. down the hall. He's human clickbait. <laughs> yeah. Human clickbait. He walks by with something, and you're like, hmm, you just passed me once going that same direction and never went back. <laughs> Scott Taylor is a bot. You tap Invincible. his forehead, you get a new headline. I don't trust him. Yeah. <laughs> if you turn him around, he comes back in different clothes. Like, hey, you've changed, but I still see who you are. Tired of trying to lose weight the old-fashioned way? Scott, these are not how people talk conversations these are only bot conversations it's weird but uh and then i got locked up uh, the labor day's star wars thing and uh they showed all the star wars movies over and over on like tbs oh, yeah, or something yeah. and i occasionally would flip marathon yeah, it was a so you watched all of them the bad ones i watched pieces of the bad ones man i didn't realize how bad that franchise is horrible i mean Terrible! You were pissing people Dodgy. off. Right? I know, but star- dedicated. It's dedicated. dedicated. It's dedicated because you know what? It's it's playing on emotions and thoughts. I really liked the very very the the rise of Skywalker because I threw away the fact that I stopped liking Star Wars when I went in to see it. I'm like, I hate it. Like, I I have to admit that the last few Star Wars have been garbage. Rogue One's good. That's a really good story. Uh, but then you get back into the the re, the, the the basically remade a new hope, mm-hmm. and then with Poe and and Finn and all that, and then the second one was just forgettable as can be, which was the eighth, and then the last one, Rise of Skywalker. I'm like, I don't like this series anymore. They've ruined it. I have my childhood memories of Star Wars, and I started to watch a little of uh, Rise of Skywalker again, and boy, was I wrong about that movie. I remember our friend Doug Fairchild downstairs would get into. Almost fist fights with people online. Angry. Like he was challenging people online to meet him places, to fight over whether or not that Star Wars was good. He hated it, and it destroyed his youth. I mean, he was like my my childhood's destroyed because I forget the director was it Ryan Johnson? Yeah, and yep. he's like Ryan Johnson has destroyed everything I knew and loved about this by, and it was mainly because it was uh, you know all the political correctness. There may be a lesbian affair. They had. Uh, the the female heroine Let's thing. Let's put and, this in there. Right. Yeah. All about girl power, which it was. But I remember watching it thinking, you know what? I'm throwing it all away. We're going to have a good time. I was wrong. That movie's bad. 
It's bad. Really bad. And disappointingly bad. I felt used. So I watched 20 minutes of that, and I'm like, this is like getting, like, it is a full-on rape of my memories. They are taking advantage of my passions for my childhood, and they are going back and beating that child merciless. Like, it was just unbelievable amount of slapping to the, to the childhood memory that I have. Just beat it all over, said, you'll like anything we put in front of you. And there it was. For there most will. 40 hours, yeah. And then and then I started to think of the the people who have invested all that time and money. Of course they're going to say, oh, I love Star Wars still because it meant something to them. And they've taken full advantage of us, which has been true in all those. Like, nothing worse than Indiana Jones. Destroying that character. And then talking about doing it again well and all the horror movies too jason and michael myers and all that kind of yeah. stuff it just goes on oh, yeah. and on and those though were dumb well actually the first freddy movie and the first halloween are pretty good oh yeah they did fleece us on that but those weren't so much like iconic childhood memories those were just kind of like ooh, those were dopey star wars was like meaningful to a society mm-hmm. rocky did it like all right enough sylvester enough I know that hurt you. That, yeah, but, but I mean, uh, look, Rocky Five. You, you tell me Rocky yeah. Five didn't kind of. No, that was terrible. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give take you that. the wind out of the Rocky <laughs> sails a little bit. We were so willing to just be like, well, whatever you throw at us. We're in. We're I was kind of yeah. done with three, to be honest with you. Three was bad. No, I liked three. I mean, I liked Mr. T as the character. Three's a bad He was movie. a great character. Watch it again. No, he's it's great. Bad. He's oh, great. it's great characters. Yeah. Like, there's no better foil in, in movie history. Four was back. a little over the top. I'm just like, all right. Four and five was just insane. How much better they got on the. Let alone the boxing side of it. Never got it's, good at boxing. Yeah. Even in, uh, even in the one with Pernell Whitaker, or not, was it? No, it wasn't Pernell. Uh, it was, uh, wasn't it? Antonio Tarver. Oh. When he played Mason Dixon. The line. Yep. And you're like, and that's a good movie until the boxing starts. And then it's just ridiculous. Like, there's nothing authentic about a boxing match that goes like that. It's, it's the most ludicrous crime. It would be a 30 30 special, a 30 for 30 special, and how the referees were just uh, negligent in their duties. The entire Creed and both fights with Creed and Rocky, the referee should be in jail. Those men killed each other. And there was not knocking each other down and getting up without a count. Uh, never, ever, ever getting involved in the rule breaking that was going on. Punching dudes whose knees were on the ground. That's a DQ. I mean, you know, we had a whole bunch of... It a whole bunch of rules, uh, and the refs are like, I'm turning a blind. Who was running yeah. boxing? The mob. Right, Rocky was go. the champ. They put an right. Italian in the ring. <laughs> but we we sucked it up. Like, this is beautiful. This is a glorious thing. But, yeah, there's there's never been a movie franchise uh, more willing to rape its fans than Star Wars. Period. They're, I mean, and they've had a couple of uh, knockouts. The Mandalorian started off great. Like, okay. We got a little something going here. The Obi Wan thing stinks. Did the you high watch heaven. It? I watched the first episode. This is garbage, uh. and it uh, it gets worse as it like the episode goes on. You're like, oh, you're just playing on my. You're trying to tap into something, but you've already ruined it. Like you still keep trying to go back to go. Remember this? No, 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 no. You can't play the remember game because I know what you've done to well, this. Well, they are nothing if not saturating you with Star Wars coming up. It's because huge. There Endor are five different out. things yeah. coming up. Here's the here's the thing I compare Star Wars to. You dated a hot girl in high school, and I mean smoke show. And, uh, you know, it didn't work out. 20 years later, she calls you. I just want to reconnect and see what you're up to. I'm like, yeah, that'd be great. I'd love to. I'm 
available. I, Maybe some of that's magic. Nothing but uh, memories of how beautiful Guess you were. Who called me Star Wars? Yeah, and I mean, remember, remember her. Do you remember? She called me up and she wants to meet. And all your friends were like, oh my God, she was the, the Ed girl in high school. You're, I can't believe Christy Greenway called you and wants to hang out again. I'm like, I know. And then you go and you meet her. You can see her in there in all the fat <laughs> that her face is creeping out of. Like, I still see in there. And you're like, you know what? It's like Mama June. Yeah. And she goes, that's my baby over here. I just had her. I paid $200,000 for some super sperm. <laughs> You know, ah, well, you know, it's, you get to two hundred grand. Deep down inside, there's still that girl I used to love, right? So I'm going to go ahead and wade through this fat and see what I can do. And the next thing she's doing is like, like creepy memory stuff. But it's but like she's remember this bra, and she's got her high school bra that doesn't fit anymore, oh. and she put it on, and it's there's fat leaking out of the edges in the back. I'm like, oh, it doesn't look the same. Nothing looks the same. It's like going back to the hot girl, and she wants you back. And she's acting like you're going to take anything she throws at you. And you do for a little while until you don't. So they can't play on that memory thing anymore. I've seen her naked again, and it ain't the same. At least they just glued the cinnamon rolls on Carrie Fisher and didn't put <laughs> right. her in the bikini right. or well, anything no, like that. Well, no, yeah. They she knew better. Gracefully. They knew better not to make a masturbation scene with 80-year-old Carrie Fisher. <laughs> but it's not even a – it's just that whole playing on your old emotions thing. And boy, did I, watching that yesterday, I'm just like, man. And they're wasting – 14 hours on TBS, and people will eat it up. I talked to a friend of mine who's got a kid, and he's like, no, none of like zero kids are interested in the original Star Wars. They're like, it's yeah, awful. that's true. It's awful to that's them. True. It looks like crap. They like the new remake because yeah. it's the same movie, but it's just updated right. somehow. It's, it doesn't look yeah. like models, and which is what made it look great in the first place. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, you can't bring back your old flame if she looks if she looks similar but not the same. And then she drops trow, and she's just got that whole, you know, cerebral palsy vagina now, and it's all too, like it's been damaged for years. And but you're still, a good but band name? you still you cerebral palsy vagina CPV. <laughs> I played. I'm the lead singer of CPV. Don't ask. It's been years, I know, but I just want to let, let you right. know I have herpes. But yeah, oh, <laughs> yes, somebody in this room is familiar with that. <laughs> so I have to share when Brady had his speed bump state. <laughs> Brady brings it up again. I'd forgotten again, but Brady brings that up. You tried to rekindle speed bumps. It is. It's always one of the mark. Yeah. As long as you don't have the speed bumps, you're still going to plow through the CPV. You're going to go into the cerebral palsy thing. And go, ah, maybe it feels better. Maybe, maybe all this stuff that fell out feels better now. Because I don't remember it looking like that. This looks like a gunshot wound. <laughs> Like, if I had that hanging off my body, I would tuck it in or I'd go to a doctor and say, what do I have? My curtains are torn. <laughs> I couldn't rally through the dig of a system. No. No, you had too many. There's lifelong risk with that. If if you got the clean bill of health from your Star Wars girl from high school and she said, no, it's all healthy except for it's – I was drinking water at Camp Lejeune and something plopped out of there. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm still going in there. There's still Maybe there's some magic in there. And you're just trying to rekindle the memories, and they're just, and they're charging you for it. It's garbage. And Titanic was on something, and it's again. That was a combo of your weekend. Yeah, well, just flipping around. Oh, I There's got one on. for you. Uh- 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Brett, your guy Stallone has had the Clint Eastwood moment. I think he's finally hit it. Oh, is it over to hell now? Did you watch His, that? That Samaritan movie. Yeah. Is it bad? Yeah. It's a oh, show, man. isn't it? No, it's, oh, a, it's movie. a movie. Oh, it's a movie? Not good? Watching old men fight? Yeah. And this guy points out, yeah, it's a good one. It says, The Godfather is the best and worst movie franchise ever. The first two are the best movies ever made, and the third one is just like what you're saying. Let's bring back the old girlfriend. Cash grab. Yeah. It is. Remember how you felt when Godfather came out? We're doing another one. And you're going to take a chance that the magic is there. You're going into that Carl Budding pile, and you're going to push that roast beef around for a second, only to realize, ah, I've been fooled. That's 99 cent packet. It'll, with soba. it'll never be the same. I should have taken a pack of Carl Budding roast beef, heated it up in the microwave, and jammed oh. into that because it's packed. Because <laughs> it would have been at least warm. Come on, John. Everybody knows you at least let the old hottie blow you a few times. And oh, then you sure. You're going to do it. You're going in. Well, because you never got it back in the day. So it's like, all right, <laughs> all right. it's redeeming yourself. Worse, as long as nobody sees what she looks like now. Worse, you almost got it. Yeah. And you're, you've, you've harbored this want your whole life. And when you finally get it, you're like, oh, it's not what I want. It's not the same. She's big and old and desperate. She'd have to be or she wouldn't call me. <laughs> it's a fact. you got to reconsider that, too. It's like, oh, she's calling me. Like, how long, How much of the phone book did she go through before she's like, all right, I'll call him. I'm not <laughs> first. You're not started. I wasn't the first. That's started. why it took 15 years. Yep. It's, it's like our 20th anniversary Here is right around are. the corner. What are you calling me for? I was just thinking about you. Uh, McKinney's not home? No, Chad's not home. All right. I'll take you to lunch. I'm sure it's not a salad and go. <laughs> You're going to want three entrees. Yeah. but Double, yeah. double animal style. Yeah. <laughs> it's just an odd. <laughs> strange all the way around, though, to, to sit and have that wrecked. And then, you know, whether it's an age thing or just a realization that uh, so many people were fooled. Because you'll I like we'll talk to people who love Star Wars and they'll like it no matter what. John Gordon, John, he actually has a pretty good like take on like the last one's stinking. Oh, is he actually yeah. okay? He's hanging on to the originals and he's not gonna. He, he yeah, doesn't he care about the new stuff. Yeah, not letting. Anything I don't think he liked the Obi Wan either. Oh, that is dumb. The Obi Wan thing is like, it's all nostalgia and crap, and it's just bad. Like the only thing that's interesting about it is when they say something from the original Star Wars and they're like ah. Because then they're like, you know, you did tie all this. Tie it back in. Yeah, we tied it back in, and you've learned all these words. So this is for, this has value. It doesn't. It's like I went back when they when they brought Harrison Ford back for that one, and then after that, I'm like, all right, I'm out again. Yeah. I'm out. I, nothing. Right. And all the him. member berries, and that's Got it. what you needed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they killed him. They effing killed the guy. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Han Solo it gets <laughs> murdered by Kylo Ren. Oh. Yeah, this one actually says this, too. This weekend, I watched old James Bond movie binge uh, thing. And if you watch them with today's mind, all James Bond was was a horrible rapist. <laughs> Flat out abusing women. Uh, it's funny, cheesy, uh, but man, oh, man, 
He was a rapist. They I, fell yeah, for him. But they, he, he was pretty aggressive. He was fairly aggressive with the ladies. Uh, Craig says, I'm a huge Star Wars fan, and Obi-Wan is terrible. I made it through three episodes. He said I had to rewatch the third one because it, I fell asleep both times. Uh. Yeah, it's bad. It's just bad. I don't even know if kids like it. It's just they can't get into the member berries part. I don't know. But that was Labor Day. Labor Day is just all about that. Now everybody's back in school. It's official. All the schools are reopened. I prefer the schools that open after Labor Day. But now's the time, Brett, for people like you and I. And I give this secret uh, every time I every year I give the secret away. It's Disneyland time. Go to Disneyland now. Oh yeah. yeah. Un, you own it. We did that this year in February. It was. It was oh, they have it in February. If you go the day after Labor Day, yeah, it's yours. Empty. They they take away. They say well, plus summer, the Halloween stuff is starting. All starting to get. Well, you can't go into the haunted house because they start decorating that. Oh, so you that's can? closed because oh. they got to get it ready for Halloween. But that's fine. I, I've, that's my favorite one. You're not dealing with those little bastards. No, on no kids. There's some Indian kids there because I guess they go to school in different times. Like you'll have a bunch <laughs> of foreign kids. But like none of the American brats, the place is just dead. You've never seen Disneyland like this. It's it's COVID times. The week of Labor Day is the greatest single time to go to Disneyland the ever. Tuesday, like now, now yeah. today, because the last day that they do summer everything is yesterday. They stay open till midnight. They do all you know. This one's like we're closing at eight. Maybe we'll do fireworks. We haven't decided yet. Depends on the crowd. And I went there and we ran the place twenty hours. Walking around every single thing, never ran into a line. Like the most we waited for anything was like five minutes. Amazing. Day after Labor Day, Disneyland is the greatest place, truly the happiest place on the planet. Amazing. And sometimes you go by, it's still worth it because you'll go by the, the, uh, the Indian kid roundup, I call it, which they have all those Indian kids because <laughs> Indian families don't know that the place to park the carousel for the rides, you're supposed to take the kid out. <laughs> they, they don't leave them in there because they they're not tall enough to go on the ride so they just there's like th- thousands of indian kids the indian patch it is it's, it, it, it looks like a feature it isn't like oh look it's uh what is this, like jungle book i don't know what's going on over here. what do they got going on here there's like kids and strollers like everywhere and the would you put away go to the ride it will be wonderful you stay here hack poop and hack poop and his friends all stay there <laughs> And they just cry, and nobody cares because they are better parents than we are. They don't helicopter over everything. Not everything is a CPS call. They get off Magic Mountain, they come back, they find which one looks closest, and they leave. Akpoop! And then they pull them out of there, and they're like six other kids standing on leashes. It's great. Now's the time. Disneyland is ready for you. The adventure awaits. And then you can go watch the Star Wars stuff Disney's put together. Ugh. Constantly getting hit with that one. It's everywhere. But, uh, yeah, Labor Day is uh, anything. Did you guys do anything good? Nobody did anything. Golf. Did you golf? It was miserably hot here. It was hot Friday. Friday Ooh. afternoon's round was yeah. went riding. Did you ride yesterday? Yeah. In yeah. the heat? No, me and Josh went up on Saturday. At like 4, South 4 a.m.? 6 in the morning. Dumb. No. <laughs> no. Uh, wake up at 4 every day. I do it for recreation. That's <laughs> stupid. Yeah, Josh, he texts me, he goes, if you want to ride with us, I know it's against what you do. And I'm like, don't even finish this because you guys are getting up at whatever time. <laughs> a, I'm not going to be in town. B, don't tell me you want to go riding before 11. It's so hot. Yeah, okay. Well, at least it's not early. Well, that's the way last time you said, when are we going to ride? I'm like, November. Yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah you won't ride with me until that. November. <laughs> and then, you know, I'm gonna, just to piss you off, I'm going to wake up at 530 in November. <laughs> the cold ride. Saturday was big college football day. 
Yeah. Your team uh, played a game. Struggled, but won. <sighs> yeah. That's fine. Just, just do the championship now. The Zips won. I saw that. Yeah. The Akron yes. Zips champed out. <laughs> Every, I watched a little bit of the Georgia Tech-Clemson last night, and then they did a thing saying, here's what the predictions are for the, the BCS championship. All five guys predicted the same four teams. Yeah. I'm like, what's the point of this entire they're, endeavor? They're, and by the way, the get everything. same four teams as it was the last five or six yep. years. I think USC snuck in on one guy's thing. we got to wait until 2026. It's a 12-man yeah, PCS. Yeah, that'll be great fun. Just add more gigantic teams that are on the bubble. And that way, these little teams can get in. Okay. Yeah, it was Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson. And then the fourth one changed on two Georgia. Of them. Georgia's in there. in there. I think USC snuck in on one. Somehow that won't happen. Pac-10 teams don't do well. Although they beat Rice by like 100 points. <laughs> You're, like on all the, we were talking about the spreads, like yeah. somewhere with 32 and a half. I think every one of them. Oh, they covered. There was a couple that didn't, but. Was Alabama has like, they've like 900 to 5. I'm like, who's <laughs> at that game? Why would you go to like, I, I looked up and saw USC. Sorry, Troy. U- <laughs> USC was beating Rice like 60 to 0. And then Rice put up 14 points at the end. And I'm like, ooh. Like the coaches aren't saying, guys, just let them in. We can't make it look this bad. Yeah, just let the running back get free. You've done your jobs. But real football starts this weekend, which I can't wait for. It's going to be great. And the predictions are everywhere. Is Tom Brady gay? Like no one knows. What's going on? Does he have a secret boyfriend? That's what I think happened. That's why he took 11 days off. To see if he still likes Giselle or if he likes dudes. I think he's twinking hard. That's why his wife kind of looks like a dude. (laughs) <laughs> like he's been on the he's been on the fence the whole time. So that's the that's what I think's been going on down in. He moved down to Florida, got a tan, got some surgery. Loving that Miami. Twink up on the beach. He's doing it. So I think uh yeah, that team, then the Packers and all their question marks and there's a lot going on in football this year that we just don't know. And nobody can really predict who's going to win it all. They keep saying the Bills. That's the consensus we'll everywhere see. I see. Injuries are always going to play a part, but oh, let's yeah. say everybody stays healthy. The Bills are going to be a AFC tough team to beat. AFC is going to beat up on every team there. AFC West is incredible. Man. Oh, football starts Thursday. And a hell of a game to start Sunday night. I didn't realize that the uh, – is it the Buccaneers and uh, Cowboys is the yeah. Sunday night opener? Yep. That's a great game to start off. Everybody's healthy. It's full, you know. That's going to be fun. I can't wait. It'll be a great time. And even my team, which is in flux, I have no idea what's going to happen. The Cardinals, nobody knows what's going to happen. Yeah, but you named a captain and a new starter. It's great. Yeah. And they put Kenny Pickett at three, which I think is the smartest thing you could yeah. do because now the press is like, oh, yep. I mean, we can't even put pressure on him to put him in. So there. Mason's still two? He won't. Here's my theory on that. It's to keep the fans and the press from going, right. well, what about – like you? the next guy up is Mason yep. Rudolph. The right, fans right. aren't going to cheer against no Mitch. Good. They're not going to give – they're not going to boo if Mitch has three incompletions in a row now because Mason Rudolph is – Keep him in. Technically the two. <laughs> if, if Mitch gets hurt, Kenny's playing. But that's a fun little game to play with the media because that's brilliant on Tomlin's part smart. to just go, look, he's not starting, so let's just make him inactive most games unless we need him. And Mason can cover for half a game, and then the next week Kenny will start. But, you know, that's having an injury. We'll see. I'm not too worried about that. Kyler Murray and the Cardinals, nobody knows what's going on there. Six games without D-Hop. What are they, a seven and a, I think they're seven and a half under over for the for the season? Yeah. 
Yep. I think I'd take that over. I think it was actually eight and a half on FanDuel. Is it? When we looked on on Thursday because we were doing that. Some I might not stuff. take seven and a half. I'd take eight yeah. and a half. I'm like, oh, because yeah. I think eight or nine is yeah. probably. But maybe twelve. I mean, that team could shock you. Mm-hmm. Kyler might have that growth year. <laughs> not really physically <laughs> ever going to have that. That means they finish don't call strong. it that. They've been saying hey, Kyler's time for your growth year. They didn't even say that to me since I was thirteen. <laughs> Ain't never had no growth year. You're going to sprout up one of these summers. Like a weed. I'm hoping. I'm 30. <laughs> I hate to go off topic here. Sure. With this texter. John, can you please explain something to me? I think I've heard on your show once that Bogan has a relative named Pepe Lejeune. Not something like that. Friend. Every time the goddamn commercial comes on lately, all I hear is Camp Lejeune. Oh. Is Brady Bogan Concosta Cordia. Costa Concordia. Costa Concordia. <laughs> The uh, Camp Lejeune yeah. He's trying to get payments. Pepe Lejeune. Never thought about yeah, that. That's right. Yeah. You probably were close to drinking some of that water. <laughs> you I, had to been there. I drank water yeah. at Tom Lejeune's house before. That's yeah. right. Camp Lejeune. Yeah. Pepe Lejeune. How many times have you been in North Carolina? Uh, it might be the while. greatest story ever. Brady's old man friend, Tom Lejeune. Uh, Brady calls him Pepe. And uh, my buddy, Pepe Lejeune. <laughs> like and I met him at uh, Le Grand Orange in this Feeble, fragile, older fellow sitting there like, hi, nice to meet you. I'm like, hi, how are you? I'm John. I'm Tom. Pepe Lejeune. <laughs> and then uh, Megan's there and he says, uh, hi, my name's Tom. And she goes, hi, Megan. That's Pepe Lejeune. And he goes, I'm Tom Lejeune. Only Brady calls me that. <laughs> he hates it. And Brady's introducing him as Pepe Lejeune. Pepe! Pepe! I love nicknames. It was a day. It was one day I wore a weird beret and I... He won't forget. That's what it's from. Yeah. He won't leave it alone. He should be happy he graduated from my man. Yeah. My <laughs> yeah, man. That's right. Pepe. That's why someday Brady, and it'll probably be at his dad's funeral, we'll find out why his dad's real nickname, Torp, isn't because Brady gave him a nickname. <laughs> Brady's convinced himself that his father's nickname is because he and the kids gave him a nickname. But that ain't the case. He was torp- came from Cuba in 1956. It came from him hosing broads like a madman. That torpedo was going nuts. And we gave it to him playing cards. And all of his college buddies and everybody else call him Torp because his kids called him that. Nope. Doesn't add up. Even Dicky Dick? No. Brady, if if uh, Kirby started to call you Smush Mush, <laughs> do you think I'd start calling you Smush Mush? Maybe. Nope. Wouldn't happen. I'd still call you Brady. All your friends from the past have no ties to what your kids call you. Torp, Torp's got stories. You just never asked. Yeah, yeah, because he was torpedoing us in cards. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I even said it. I'm like, Tom, how'd you really get your nickname? Playing cards with the boys. Come on. Nah, nah. Yeah. <laughs> he knew it. And he just he waddled away. <laughs> hey, you get nicknames in life. No, you don't. Not unless you do something stupid or awesome. <laughs> And his mom, Bunny, because she wrinkles her nose. That's what you think. Perfect match. Yep. God damn it, I was there, too. Yeah. I knew there was a connection. <laughs> Camp Lejeune? <laughs> yep. They do the commercials, too. If you had water at all between February 2nd of 1965 <laughs> and today, years. Brady, <laughs> exactly how old Brady is. Brady, are you paying attention to the Camp Lejeune water story? I don't even know where Camp Lejeune is. North Carolina. Okay. Never Brady, Brady peed in the water in North Carolina <laughs> once. Take that, Lejeune. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Bert? Uh, wake Up Song brought to you by our buddies over at Air Action Ride Shop. 
It's uh, it's going on right now. E-bike season's technically over, but uh, they're giving one away. You could possibly I, win I one. I missed all the pomp and circumstance. Yeah. Huh? What do you mean? From e-bike season. Oh, yeah, well, there's there's hope. Is there still hope? You can still make them. You can, yeah. You can still get yourself an e-bike. Win one for free. Yeah. For, oh, that's uh, right. Well, yeah. You, right. you buy buy a pair of gloves uh, right now for fifty bucks and get yourself in on the drawing for a brand new Santa Cruz e-bike, which retails for fourteen G's. Yeah. I mean this this is no joke. You don't even have to like. It's worth it. Right. Right. Like you can hate you can hate biking. And win this thing and walk away with something val- valuable you can sell later. Yeah, oh, and I don't awesome. know the exact number, but there's a limited amount of tickets available. He's not going to you know, put it out to 10,000 people, so right. odds are very good. Go to actionrideshop.com. You don't even need to go in there if you don't want to. You can do it all online. That's, that's what you did, as a matter of yeah. fact, the other day. Yep. So. I did. Actionrideshop.com. Check him out on all the socials. And on the list today, uh, we got uh, some Rob Zombie up there. Five Finger Death Punch. Somebody want to hear Foo Fighters, White Limo, in honor of Taylor. Let's do it. Uh, okay. Let's do White Limo. <laughs> Great song. Awesome stuff. White Limo is one of my favorite Foo Fighters songs ever. Ever. And my favorite thing of the day so far is that I just noticed on TMZ, they have a segment where they go back in time and show you a picture of somebody from 20 years ago and say, remember him? Like, and it's usually from an old TV show or yeah, like... Saved by the Bell or something. Yeah, yeah. so I'm like, hey, remember this guy? Remember this? Today? Pauly Shore. Remember him? Sure do. <laughs> <laughs> He's one of those memory people now. He hasn't done anything substantial in ages. Remember Polly Shore? Spatula. I sure do. I love that. I love that he's now in that category. I haven't heard from him in ages. <laughs> Is he still alive? Put him up there as a remember. Oh, that's great. Uh, but the memories were the weekend because that Foo Fighters show, and it's on Paramount Plus if you want to watch. Um, but that hour, even just the hour they did on CBS on Saturday night was pretty fantastic because it kind of got all you needed from it to sell me wanting to watch the full six-hour show yeah they were streaming it on youtube too. yeah and I, you know the stuff they didn't show like i wanted to see did brian johnson do more uh than just the one song because they showed one song. they did back in black he did back in black and then let there be rock all right awesome because they didn't show did uh, justin what's his name fire off on let there be rock too not that i see no Ugh. it was just just back in black he came up he was all, it was, he, he was, it was funny he, they were literally fighting over the microphone yeah. back in black he's tugging on it i'm like let it go and then uh yeah there was a lot i want to see chrissy Hines sounded great doing the pretender stuff it just kind of was a uh a little bit flat it's the pretenders it's I mean, the pretenders it's, a little dull but uh yeah there wasn't everything about that hour was pretty awesome <laughs> Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.